We're getting some breaking news out of Austin on South by Southwest. Julia Borston with the details. Julia. That's right. The mayor of Austin announcing that he's issuing an order that effectively cancels South by Southwest. Drop that knowledge on you. I could not make this show. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash DJ Killer Kev. Podcast Sunday, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up. Podcast episode one eighty seven, bruh. We getting up there, bro. We gotta start planning this two hundred. Absolutely, man. That's getting close. Along with that two hundred, man, we lost an hour of sleep today, man. And I, I noticed. <laughs> did you? I did, cause I was up late. I um started watching uh Harlem Nights at about eleven o'clock. <laughs> Just uh, classic unwinding and uh dozed off to that and uh woke up this morning and uh like I'm an early riser, so if I wake up in the sun up, I feel like I done missed something or overslept because I'm usually up when it's still dark. So yeah. I woke up this morning and the sun was already beating me up. So I'm like, Oh man, I gotta get up. You know, it was later than normal, so I Kind of slip in a little. Time to get active, man. How was your week? It was cool, man. It was cool. I had a great week. Nice work week. Nothing too crazy. Shout out to Edible. They always jumping over there at the Edible Arrangements. We have a good time over there getting things done. We had a Friday was a Employee Appreciation Day. Okay. So, uh, you know, I uh, sent my mom something for Valentine's Day, and I did it kind of like a customer way. I just wanted to see that experience on the other end. So now I get these emails like, you know, come shop at Edible. <laughs> so I wake up Friday morning, I'm checking emails as usual, and I see, you know, free delivery code for Employee Appreciation Day. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Walk into work, that printer, like, meow, meow, that printer, <laughs> spitting out business locations. They ordering big platters and big arrangements for, obviously, you know, probably an office party or an office little luncheon or something. But that's what it felt like. So we were pretty busy Friday with that. Um, did something else. What did I do? Oh, uh, Saturday morning was up early with the kiddo. We had to go up to Springboro High School for her color guard competition. So the baby uh got to come see Big Uh-oh. Sissy perform. She got up early. She wasn't she wasn't no normal Monday through Friday wine and wake up. She got up this morning like six thirty. Like let's go see Sissy. Like she was ready to hit the hit the road. So we got up early. Went and had breakfast and uh. Went out to Springboro, spent the day with that. Um, chilled out, man. It was pretty cool. That's dope. How, how was yours? Bruh. Uh-oh. Bruh. Uh-oh. So. D. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. You already know. For people that don't know, man, uh, we are located in Dayton, Ohio. Yes, sir. We have two really good basketball teams. I hope they played in the, in the uh, March Madness, man. I hope. You know, I want to see I, it now. Now I, I, I talked about it, I want to see. I it. get. I, <laughs> this is my first. So I, I'll get there. I'll get there. So, <laughs> um, Wright State, my alma mater. Yeah, they're damn good. Roundy, but you, but UD is fucking good. They're real fucking good. Number one seed. Yeah, they're about to get that one seed. So ESPN College Game Day. They were in town this week. So on Thursday. 
they brought the State Farm bus over to the Kroger in Huber Heights. Nice. So uh, we were out there um, hanging out with the bus. Uh, we had we were broadcasting live, getting pictures with all the fans in the bus. I'm like, oh, man. It, and uh, people that don't know, on Thursday, it was like 57 degrees. Yeah. So it was the perfect, perfect day, for, day for that. Perfect day. It was outside. We had a real good time. Lots of people. Great turnout. And on Friday, it fucking snowed. But <laughs> thank goodness we didn't have anything planned for that day. So yeah. we were cool. But fast forward into Saturday, me, A Dizzle, who isn't here this week. Yeah. <laughs> Absent. Just like, a, just like a youngin'. Do, do your homework, knock out a big load, and then take a day off next week. He earned it. He yeah. earned it because he was out there working hard yeah. yesterday. For sure. So it was me, A Dizzle, and our homie Justin Kenner for 1410 Wing AM. We were all out there at UD. Early morning status uh, with the students, with the band, with ESPN. All yeah. the ESPN big wigs were out there. So we got uh, behind the scenes access to college game day. Nice. Um, so we were out there getting footage, getting pictures. It was a real dope experience to see a live TV show go on, like a, a show that everybody watches. You yeah. know, I know everybody really watches the the football one, uh, but the the college basketball one is really starting to grow, and I, I see it growing even more, especially being in a uh, uh, school like UD where the fans were just crazy. Yeah. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, what Adrian did actually is he made a video and I'm going to post it on uh, the You Can't Make This Up podcast uh, IG page for everybody to check out to see exactly how a crowd is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. They, was, they was active and they was rowdy and they was crazy. And I'm challenging my alma mater, the students that currently go to Wright State, Level up like these kids at UD leveled up because you have a great basketball program as well. So I need everybody that attends Wright State, that knows somebody that attends Wright State, I need them to level up like UD leveled up. We can't talk about we want to play UD and our fan base isn't as crazy as theirs because UD's fan base definitely showed out early status. It was crazy. After all that, I went over and uh, just saw the wife real quick. She had a fundraiser event going on, so I hung out with her for a quick second. Came home, started knocking out the laundry, you know, doing my chores, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm domesticated out here. Yeah. So, wifey had some tickets <laughs> to the UD game. Now, we haven't been to a UD game. I haven't been to a UD game in, shoot, like at least four years since uh, Jordan Seibert played yeah. for UD. So, it's been a minute since I've been to a UD game. And I have saw, you know, I've seen the highlights of OB Toppin. I've seen the highlights. I've watched a couple games here and there sparingly, but I've definitely seen the highlights. Yeah. So we go to the game. It's a tight game in the first half. And then in the second half. 25 Yeah, it was tight. Yeah. And then UD goes on a 16 0 run. Woo. And it was a four dunks by Obi. Yeah. He had a 360. Yeah. He had a freaking dunk on somebody. Dunk on a Blake Griffin style <laughs> dunk. He just backed dude down, just turned and banged on him. Yeah. He had a quote unquote regular dunk. Yeah. And then he had a between-the-legs dunk on a fast break. Keep me in a player-of-the-year conversation dunk. Yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> I mean, you know, we see these uh, between-the-leg dunks on TV, on the dunk contest, mainly on the dunk contest. Well, shoot, only on the dunk contest. <laughs> but to see somebody pull that dunk off in a game yeah. is different. I always commend that because... People don't even think about, like, if you're in the gym cutting up with your friends and you're watching me, of course, I'm never dunking. So I'm watching, <laughs> you know, the show of all the dunkers do their thing. You always see that three-step stutter step before somebody yeah. really get in rhythm to go do something. So in a game, to not really get the opportunity to 
uh, gather yourself. You kind of got to still kind of keep your one, two, sometimes three, but most of the time one, two. Yeah. And then pull that off in, like, you know, game status and, you know, coach going to kill you if you miss that right. shit. Right. Like, like, y'all just spent the day on college game day. I could just... I could just see Anthony Grant giving him some business on Monday if he missed that, you know. But hey, big stars do big shit, I guess. So, so you saw it, you saw it. Oh, I recorded. So look, I, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I didn't want to interrupt your 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 uh, story, but uh, I was in the car and I forgot to record college game day. I called the wife like seven thirty on the way to Springboro. Like, Don't worry, hey. I, the cameras didn't get me. Oh, uh, well, see, I, I, see, I have to go back and question that because I saw your um, snap. Did you? I saw your snap, and it showed when Obi and all them was coming out of the uh, locker room or whatever, coming out. And I, I remember seeing that clip where they showed oh, they was all on Obi yeah. as he walked out. Camera dude was, like, right in front of me. Okay. He, and where we were, where the media was set up, it was like they had like the students were to the far right, and then they had like a ESPN banner or a State Farm banner, mm-hmm. and that was like where the camera dude was. So kind of we were always behind the camera. Oh, okay. So like, I always kind of snuck over to the student <laughs> section, like let me just get in here, <laughs> trying to get one off. Like, for love, like let me show, let me show my shit, let me rep with my shit. Right. <laughs> but I had the TV record. I recorded college game day because I also. Good friend of mine, Clinton Cole. Yes, he, sir. He is, he is the State Farm rep that uh, was chosen to hand off the half-court shot ball to the dude that had four good looks oh, for sure. I'll get to that, too. Yeah, he had a couple of good looks at it, but uh, I wanted just to catch all that because I've known him for uh, since probably high school days, a uh, mutual friend. Well, a friend of mine, they're cousins, so if I hung out with him one day and they go into a family function, you know, I got to meet the other cousins. So I've known Clinton for a long time. Small so. world because AP, who's on the podcast, yeah. that is his cousin. How about that? Small world, dog. How and that is that? obviously how I know Clinton, man. Well, welcome so. to Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Small world, <laughs> man. Dayton, Ohio. So that event was dope. So we go to the game. We see that dunk, man. And, uh, you know, the, the craziest thing about that dunk was, it wasn't like, all right, he got a clean breakaway. Yeah. And like, all right, he revving up to do it. He basically picked up the ball at the three-point line. I about to say, he be leaving cats with his stride. Bro. Yeah. He be like creating distance. He picked it up probably <laughs> like a step. Probably give it a step past the three-point line. Picked it up. One dribble. Ooh, bang. Mm. So like, that's some supreme athleticism. Yeah. That's some strong as hell to be able to do all that in like two motions yeah so if you haven't seen obi Toppin play before do yourself a favor watch the atn championship week because uh you're, you're gonna see something he's gonna be most likely player of the year he's gonna be drafted in the top 15 picks in the nba draft he's gonna be in the nba dunk contest next yeah. year get familiar also if you haven't seen at one kev nash's snapchat <laughs> Of this ah. fan losing her shit pre-game, pre pre-game day looked like line outside <sighs> where it's still 35, 40 degrees to the sun ain't quite toasted up yet. She was she was charged to the max, bro. We had to talk about that. So I screen recorded it just so we can <laughs> post it this week. I gotta have it. So we get there and uh we're walking the line. We're getting footage. Like, I got my cell phone out. Justin has his cell phone out. <laughs> Dizzle has his big camera getting footage. And, like, for some reason, she just starts doing the uh, UD chant 
like to my cell phone <laughs> and i'm like why is she doing that to my cell phone right. like she just had a, a official camera walk past her she didn't do it but so i'm just like getting it and i, I it was crazy <laughs> i mean top of her lungs she definitely is gonna be horse today oh man so Charged. so that's one and then i as i get to the back of the line and i asked this like yo did you get her he's like no nah, she like just showed her sign when i did it I was like, man, we gotta get that on the big camera, <laughs> like so she did it again, <laughs> like so D, she, D. <laughs> like yo, she was so charged. So that's at like nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, going crazy inside game day for an hour, and they said they was in line like five a.m. Yeah. God knows what else she was doing in between <laughs> game day and the actual game. Uh, at 7 p.m. Yeah. Excuse me, I had a coffee sip. At so she was out there getting super lit, super turnt. Yeah. Shots out to her, whatever your name is. We appreciate you. My homeboy got a video going viral, kind of, because uh, he, him and his wife, uh, he's a big sports fan and he sports, supports the city a lot. And uh, he cashed out on some like little like third, fourth row behind the, the UD bench type seats. <laughs> and uh, he got that whole shot of Obi doing the dunk. Woo! And the crowd going crazy, and uh, I shared it, and I see it's kind of like it got like a couple thousand views. It's kind of being that's the one that everybody like, yeah, let's share this one. So oh, it's dope to see, man. UD eighteen and O in the Atlantic Ten, undefeated, twenty I think nine and two now, something like that. Cut down the nets last night, the whole shebang, man. Like it, it, it's definitely getting like that because I saw a lot of. A lot of people like fifth row status, like yeah. like stunting a little bit at a UD hoop game, and then it just brings to my mind, like, man, remember when Jay Z's nephew was committed to UD? Yeah. He ended up going to Washington uh, to play basketball. But like, yo, could you imagine, like, if Jay Z was in the building <laughs> for that? Like, that should remind me of me <laughs> and Smoke when uh, when Chris Wright was uh, one of his first games at UD. You know, we wanted to go support. He grew up in our neighborhood. Right. It just felt like little bruh made it. We went and cashed out on some, like, behind the table, across the floor, like, first, second row. We was close enough to, I think it was first row, because we could sit our drink on the, hey. little, on the little table, kick back. You know, it was it was just something that we had to do. So that reminded me of, uh, of that, because I was sort of looking at people and seeing, I saw some faces I recognized from the city out and about enjoying a ud night so I, I wanted to go this year so bad but i knew it's just it's getting did more and more difficult to uh to play it so well to get tickets so and i don't want to sit up at section three whatever i want to be in that first ring <laughs> hey ain't nothing wrong with a stunt ain't nothing wrong with a stunt bro do, do, do they have a shot bro i mean they they gonna be a one c they're and, a one c for sure um do they got a shot to do this now nah, i'm not gonna act like i don't watch every game but from what I seen from the couple bits and pieces of the game I watched and the game I saw last night, they got a shot um, because because of Obi for sure. Yeah, he's the best player on the team. But Jalen Crutcher is the key to the team. Yeah, I've, I've seen some highlights just here in the last week where I've started to pay attention to that name and kind of you know especially on college game day they run through some stories that you get to kind of grasp what some of these other players the the, the landers and the, yeah. the crutchers have done for this team and like that's his uh that's that's his robin to batman for sure for sure crutcher is the crutch and when they run that high pick and roll and ob dives to the rim is it's all i won't say unstoppable but you know if they play ob for the lob 
He's very crafty around the rim. Yeah. So you're going to crash on him. I'm going to get this layup off. If you come on me, pause. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to throw the lie to Obi, and he's going to dunk it on your face. He's so, a very athletic big man. So I think the key to them, it, for me, is uh, Ryan Mikesell and Trey Landers. Like, they got to play well. Those two got to play well yeah. because they stretch the floor. Mikesell can hit uh, 15-footers and threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landers can hit threes. Like, you need them to make sure that they hitting at least they two. Can't, they can't go one for yeah. 11. You, they they got to play good. Yeah. They got to – they, them two have to play well for them to go to where people think they can go. So, you know, it's it's going to be very exciting to I'm see just, them the rest of the way. Like now that – I'm going to be totally honest. You know, I, I have fallen off my interest in college basketball. But then, you know, I would always read the box scores on the local teams and, you know, catch up like that. But watching UD, I think they even beat Kansas in the Maui early on. Like watching them just kind of have this momentum and you'd like thinking, oh, this could be a good year. And then you start following pretty heavy – like man, I'm I'm excited to see the opportunity, but then I think back like now that I'm kind of paying attention, like the Baylor's, yeah, the Kentuckys. <laughs> There's some squads out there that just you just don't feel like when you see Dayton and Kentucky on your bracket, are you gonna be like bet? Yeah, Dayton. Like cause it's going look, that, man. That, that Homer pick, everybody gonna have UD. Oh in yeah, the, yeah. That in, in this region. Yeah, don't even region. if you you in a bracket, don't pick UD if you live in Ohio. <laughs> in this region, because you know everybody, you not yeah. gonna win <laughs> for sure. Well, your best bet is had them going out early. So right. <laughs> if they do, you cashing out early. Exactly, you feel me? Exactly. That's now, bro. We got to give thoughts and prayers to everybody in Nashville. Man. Tennessee, man, uh, they were devastated by a tornado yeah. last week. And uh, I know everybody in Dayton, Ohio especially, can relate to what they're going through because we went through the same thing Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Um, so definitely thoughts and prayers out to everybody down there. Um, not to be promoting the station all like that, but, you know, if you go to hot1029.com and you can click on a link and you can find out places where you can donate locally here and make sure the people down there in Nashville – get supplies and everything like that because you know it's very important to understand that you know it wasn't just our community helping our community when we went through our tornado situation it was other communities shipping in things as well so it's important to give back to those that have given to you exactly so i just wanted to put that out yeah i uh we saw a story where a gentleman who was here for the beaver creek tornado was also there for the nashville tornado and he uh, first thing he said was, "This made the Beaver Creek one look like it didn't even happen." He said, "Wow, that, you know the the mass destruction." I read an article that they that storm I think it had EF four power, and it was on the ground for like fifty plus miles. So Crazy. When, I when I hear numbers like that, my thought just thinks back to like get on the highway and go to Columbus or Cincinnati. That's fifty something miles. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking that type of distance. That storm ran through somewhere, and I read, I saw that a, a family was literally lifted with their house. The house got thrown across the street, and they had to crawl out of the rubble of their home, but they were okay. But they rode their home like Wizard of Oz type shit across the block. Like, yeah, man, like, I saw cars in second-story homes. I saw crazy stuff on the news, and, I mean, it's like, you know, here we only— Lost one life due to yeah. the tornado. They're they're up to what? Last time I heard was like twenty eight. Yeah, I was so say it's twenty something. So I mean, wasn't your brother just? Yeah, lived, he, he just was. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I talked to him, he wasn't 
100% sure exactly where his place was in unison with this whole tornado hitting, but he's mm -hmm. like, yo, I mean, either way, you know what yeah, I'm saying? That would have been home. That would have been affected me. It would have been, you know, a tough subject. So that's, yeah. thankfully, it wasn't uh, moved over to the West. Absolutely. <laughs> now, he out there dealing with the coronavirus. <laughs> right, for real. You can't run from nothing. You can't huh? run. You can't hide, nigga. We gonna get you. No, I'm playing. <laughs> All right, bro, speaking of the coronavirus, man, I felt it was only right that we call a medical professional that I trust. Yeah, yeah. You know, a, a person I've known a very long time. Like like long, long time. Yeah, basically the person that gave me life. <laughs> my mom has been a nurse basically my entire life. So, yeah. you know, she's recently retired. And, you know, just like people that work on the weekends, they like, okay, take you, for instance, yeah. like, when you're not DJing, you're still DJing. When oh, you hear sure. music, you're still thinking about for how sure. I'm a, I would blend this song together. And much like myself, when I'm out of town, I listen to radio stations. I listen to their imaging. I listen to the song list. So you just don't turn that type of stuff off. So my mom has been hitting me up all week about the do's and don'ts of the coronavirus. So I made sure, yeah. hey, mom, why don't you come on the pod and tell everybody? If you have a medical professional in your family, that person never is off duty because... If something goes down where you question, should I go? Do I need to go to the hospital or not? Let me call my one person, and their opinion is 100% what I'm about to do. Facts. So, yeah, you got to have that in your fam. So to have that straight in the immediate side, the person that birthed you, because my mom likewise is a nurse, so I know what you're talking about because I done self-diagnosed myself through, fa <laughs> through FaceTime many a times. Like, mom, what you think? Talk about having a plug. <laughs> yeah. So we got Mom Deuce coming on the pod, huh? Let's get into it. Yeah. Hey, Mom Dukes, you are on the podcast. What's hey. up? Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Excellent. Now, Mom, just a quick, brief recap of your nursing career. How long were you a nurse? I was a nurse for, oh, my God, 30 37, 38 years. Numbers on the board. Yeah. And you are recently retired. Recently retired. Congratulations. Yeah. So how's retirement going so far, Ma? So far it's going well. Okay. I kind of miss work a little bit, but not enough to ever go back. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I want to get to that stage one day. Now, Ma, yeah. what exactly is the coronavirus for people that don't know? It's a virus. Similar to what you when you get a cold, you get it from a virus. There are different types of coronavirus. This definitely is not the first one. Um, there are seven in all. Wow. Um, but there are three that affect humans. Okay. To this degree. Okay. So when people um, say, "Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead." No, go ahead with your question. So when people make the comparison to the coronavirus and the flu, is that accurate? No, it isn't. <laughs> Not at all. Um, coronavirus is much more serious. Um, it affects um, usually older people. It can affect anyone. The degree of the symptoms... It depends on your age and if you have any uh, other illnesses. 
such as diabetes, lung disease, heart disease. Those are the people who have a more difficult time with their treatment. Now, this is the other Kevin, and I want to... <laughs> I want to thank you for getting up on this time change morning. I know you lost, we all lost the extra hour of sleep this morning. So yeah, I wanted to ask. Well, I've been up for a while. (laughs) I wanted to ask Mm -hmm. about the the mask thing that's going around. A lot of, a lot of, I've seen a few clips where people are, you know, rushing to the store to get the mask to cover their faces, maybe while traveling or maybe while attending a large, uh, populated event. Um, Uh And I've been hearing that the mask is not really going to be beneficial in someone catching it. That's more of a prevention of someone spreading something. Is that correct? Correct. That's correct. Okay. If you are ill and coughing and sneezing, have a runny nose, you should wear a mask. If you have a disease process, such as a lung problem, a heart problem, say you have cancer, you should wear a mask. If you have um, anything that depresses your immune system, you should wear a mask. But the ordinary people, person does not need to wear a mask. Right. You need to um, keep a good distance from people, such as personal space. People need to go back to using personal space. Increase your personal space and good hand washing. That's going to be very difficult for me in two weeks sitting in seat 35D <laughs> of an airplane. But uh, hopefully things go well. And I'm going to Las Vegas, so that even makes it more of a thought for me oh because my. that's kind of okay. a a world a world traveled location. People come from all over, so that's been on my brain about yeah. uh, traveling here in the next couple of weeks. So, Ma, what do you suggest yeah. for people that are doing traveling like that, you know? New York, tons of people travel there. Las Vegas, Los Angeles. What do you suggest recheck, for people that go out there? Recheck your flight status because you may not be going anywhere. Wow. Mm. They're going to start canceling flights. Wow. Yeah, because they're already uh, canceled South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. They're uh, talking about postponing the NCAA tournament or possibly playing these tournament games without fans in the, in the audience yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. So it's, I mean, for people that don't think this is very serious, you got to think about it like this. It's a lot of money invested in these events, and they get a lot of return on that investment. So for people to cancel these events, Mm -hmm. to give up that money, it's got to be serious. I read that they're, uh, like, collectively, this this epidemic is going to cost airlines, you know, in the billions, you know, double-digit billions, hundreds of billions of dollars. It's going to be a huge thing, and... Man, they and canceled a lot of. They canceled the uh, Arnold Classic, Ar- yeah, Arnold Classic in Columbus, and but like that. But see, I saw a guy on the news talk about that, and I I felt what he was saying because you still got you know eighteen thousand capacity cab games going on, and you still got other things in the area that they're still letting happen. But they kind of put a stop to this one, and he wants to kind of get clarification as to why, why us, yeah. why my event. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. But I will say this about traveling. <laughs> this is foul because uh, the wife and I were looking at flights to uh, possibly go to Las Vegas in August. So at first when we started looking, there's about, you know, packages for like nine to a thousand. Mm-hmm. 
Close, more outbreaks are happening. The prices are dropping like crazy. So if you want to roll the dice, <laughs> you want to risk it, you can go have a real good time for a cheap price. Just wear a mask, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know me. I've been there from Iraq to Iraq and back. So if my flight is going, I'm going. <laughs> what, what do you suggest? Um, is, is hand sanitizer and kind of like just traveling with your own kind of personal aid bag is that kind of like suggested as far as just getting hand get... as far as hand sanitizing is concerned i did send kevin a video of hand washing techniques that mm-hmm. nurses use mm-hmm. to the elbow that this is the same same thing everybody uses you wash your hands in warm water with soap for approximately 30 seconds to a minute. Um, include your wrist area in between your fingers. The, the video is very explanatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I advise. And you wash them frequently until you feel like your hands are just going to dry and the skin is all going to crack. But they'll be clean. Mm-hmm. So, Which means you wash them a lot. Multiple times a day. Um, don't touch the faucet when you turn the water off. Use the paper towel to turn it off. I started doing that to like exit the bathrooms too. After washing your hands, it would hold your paper towel and kind of grab the handle towel to open the door. Correct, because you see a lot of nasty people throat. in public areas. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've been seeing nasty people in public for a very long time, and uh, I was having, time. I've been yeah, having this debate with yeah. someone that doesn't believe that like, the coronavirus is this serious. And I t- my rebuttal to that, like, okay, let's say it isn't that serious. But if it's, if this is what it takes for people to start washing their hands on a regular basis and stop being nasty, we'll let the fear go up. Yeah. Because y'all nasty out here. Y'all using the bathroom and doing a quick rinse. Right. Not and even cold. thinking about yeah, the soap. And tap cold water. <laughs> so, Ma, you... If, you know, if, you're, if you happen to be sick or you're taking care of somebody sick, you need to wash your hands. You need yeah. to wash your hands before you... Touch them after you touch them. As, and we know with preparing food mm, yeah. before, after, you need to buy a lot of bleach. Right. I saw <laughs> that uh, really store. is the best thing to use to clean. I saw that stores were limiting some places. You can only buy like five cleaning products. Like I think Kroger yeah, was I starting to do that. Just certain stores in the area. Um, well, what I did yesterday is I made some uh, wipes. I got some jars, some plastic jars, kind of large ones, mm-hmm. put a paper towel in there, or they have some smaller ones where you can cut the paper towel in half, mm-hmm. put it in the container, add a cup of bleach with about a quarter cup of Dawn, put the top on, um, after about half an hour, an hour, the roller will soften up, and you can just take it out, and they pull out just like wipes that you buy in the store. Wow. Home remedies, Kev. I see where you get them yeah, from. Yeah, man. Look, man. I'm going <laughs> to put it like this. My mom has been bleaching down the house as long as I've been alive. <laughs> like, if our house didn't smell like bleach, there was a problem. That's like, oh, mom, not cleaning today. Right. Like, this has been an ongoing <laughs> thing. So, like, being clean and, like, oh, that's nasty, like, you know, a lot of families I like, use like baking soda to, and it's different things like that to wash the dishes. My mom been using bleach, soap, all that type of stuff 
for years. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just been a normal thing to me. So when I went to college and I was doing that, people looked at me weird. I was like, well, how do y'all clean y'all dishes? Like y'all think just, (laughs) just this Dawn soap gonna get this off? Dude, you've been hacking up all week long. I'm gonna be sure, bleach kill everything. Not everything, but everything. It's so funny how our our lives have kind of, you know, my mom's been a nurse for my entire life and I'm 37. So, you know, it's about the same kind of story. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you would see the the d- days almost going into cleaning for you know a family function at the crib, and then you'll see after everybody eat, belly's full, and all the fellas is hee hee ha ha, cleaning is still going on all around you. you yeah, know, it's nonstop, and you you're sitting around a clean house all the time, and then you go to something that's not as clean. You definitely notice real quick. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, Ma, one more t- one more time. What are like? What would you say, like, the do's and don'ts are with dealing with uh, this um, coronavirus when you out in public? Um, always cover your mouth when you cough. Cover your mouth. Put it in your elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, no handshaking. No kissing on the cheek. Keep your personal space. Watch what it is. Um, the virus can travel up to six feet, so you want to be, like, at least six feet away. Good hand washing. If you are sick, if you don't feel well, you may not be, oh, God, I just feel like I'm going to die sick, but sick, stay home. Stay away from other people. Lots of fluids. Tiling off or aches and pains. Um, if you just continue to feel worse, then you should contact your physician, which some physicians aren't seeing patients now. They're calling in or online to evaluate your patients, but they're patients. Wow. And hand washing, hand washing, hand washing, <laughs> hand washing. Can't emphasize that enough. That was complete. I need to send her my copay. <laughs> I, I felt really that that was very informative. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Ma. You're welcome. I'll let you get back to the rest of your day. I know you got a lot of things right. to do. We appreciate you getting up this morning. No problem. So, bro, a major trailer dropped this week. Hey. Ozark season three on the way. Like they used to say, A D on the way. Ozark on the way. You know what uh, What I've realized this morning? What's good? Since we're talking about all this kind of ties everything together, this corona, this traveling, this Ozark. <laughs> that shit drop on the day I'm supposed to be in the sky, the 27th. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I can't I can't be traveling watching Ozark. Like I, I'm going to want to, you know, I mean, if I have a, a buffer going on or if it ain't sh- smooth streaming, I'm going to be Ooh, furious. So. that I, I feel I might, sorry for your mother. I might wait till I, you know, get settled in the, in the in the room or something in Vegas and uh, Netflix log in and get to it. But I'm excited, man. I've watched that trailer at least three times, bro. Bruh, So before we get to the trailer, I want to say this: my guy, Harold Reed. I don't know Harold Reed since I was 18 years old. One of the first dudes I met at Wright State. Uh, funny enough, small world. When I knew Harold, when I first met Harold, I didn't know he was a Boo that man, a.k.a. Reg's cousin. So uh-huh. there we go again. Small world. <laughs> right. uh, he was like, yo, man, uh, he hit me up yesterday. So uh, normally we hit each other up about uh, working out. Like, you know what I'm saying? He uh, heavy in his workout thing, man. He's getting very active, very proud of my homie. 
So he hit me up. So, of course, I thought it was going to be something about a workout, like, yo, yo, I ran two miles or something like that. <laughs> and I was going to be like, good shit. But he's like, yo, two episodes in Ozark. <laughs> it's like nine in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, word? I'm like, that's what's up. It's like, yeah, I was suppo- I'm supposed to be at the gym right now, but. I can't leave the house. Yeah. It got me. That, that, that first scene was that first episode, the first couple of minutes was like, what am I? Well, okay. Now, my boy, my boy been in the gym heavy. He been in the gym <laughs> like at least five days a week for a month strong. This brother didn't miss the whole day. He ain't he ain't do shit yesterday. Yeah, just Ozark this day away. Yo, he Ozark the whole day. <laughs> he hit me up. He was like, yeah, I took a break. To watch this uh, UFC fight, so I'm gonna get back on it tomorrow. So he knocked out like nine episodes already. Oh, oh he's gonna be done by Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> so shots out to my boy H. Reed, man. He down with this Ozark life. He's like, man, I got sick of y'all talking about the talking about it on a pod and me having to skip past that part because right. I wanted to watch it. So I just finally decided to turn it on. So what did you think about the trailer? Man, they ain't playing. Like it's gonna be a good one. Casino's up and running. Roll them dices. They waited probably, I think it was like 13, 14 seconds before the wife pulled the gun on the hubby. I'm like, oh, shit. And they on the same little stretch where the snails got popped and the same little stretch where the uh, dude, uh, girl's daddy got popped. And I don't know. It's Look, really real. It like it's going to be a good one, man. It's real in the field, man. I can't wait for this show to come on, man. I'm hooked. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. She pulled the strap out on Marty. Marty, yeah. I think. Wendy. Wendy go. Bird. I think she's going to get murked. I think. Uh-oh. She about the queen of the south, this motherfucker. She oh, about, so we on opposite sides. Yeah. Okay. I think I think the the uh, cartel want her to be the next one. They want her to be the one coming in the room with the suits and the guys in the car waiting outside. Business suit, shorty. Yeah, yeah. so I think she's going to, you know, she kind of took over the whole we not leaving this here uh, Lake uh, Ozark. We're going to stick around. We're not going nowhere. We done got it this far. We're going to ride this. We're going to clean this money. So, look like they, uh, man, I don't know. It, it look like this is going to be good all the way around. Like, see, now, this is the things that I run into. I would have rather not watch season two now <laughs> and watch season two while this is happening. Because to wait week by week, or is it going to no, all... No, it all release at once. Oh, okay. We good. We good. <laughs> we we good, good money. Yeah. As long as I can knock them out. If I had to wait, I'm going to be furious. But if, they really, if the whole season's out there for your enjoyment, oh, I'll be done quick. All right. Yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be a week. I'm going to be yeah. knocked that out in a week. It's going to be awesome. Definitely I'm gonna can't be wait I'm going to be in Vegas, too. So, it ain't going to be nothing, you know... You know, I'm, I'm going to be the dude that's up at date and time, 6 a.m. while it's 3 in the morning. I'm going to be knocking out a couple of these Ozarks real quick. I'm going to have that done before I get it back home. Mine as well. Mine as well. Mine as well, bro. Man. Now, we got record label issues. couple of them, man. Check that. It's always been record label issues, facts, man. Facts, Um, But currently, we got Mad Stallion versus her label, 1501. Yeah. Uh, run by former baseball player, uh, I was gonna say Carl Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> Carl Crawford. Yeah, um, you know, she's going through things that TLC that went through, Puff with Mace, yeah, uh, Locks with Puff, yeah, um, the list goes on New and edition. on. New edition, yeah, the list goes, shoot, Drew Hill, yeah. like watching their unsung, yeah, the list goes on and on and on about. 
record labels versus the artists. How much money are they supposed to be getting versus how much the label's supposed to be getting? Where do you fall with this whole situation? Because you have a unique perspective yeah. from this whole situation. I just, man, it, it baffles my mind how much people don't read when they sign their life away, bro. Like, it, no, like, the the quick five-figure number, six-figure number, even if it's a seven-figure number. Like, I get how that could be an overwhelming thing for a young person, but you have to find out why they're willing to give you that money because it's a business that if they got a meal to throw at you and that paperwork, it's a, it's, it's literature to get three meal back from you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They ain't going to give you that meal and be like, as long as we get 200 k back, we ain't tripping. Right. No, they want a meal plus back because they got something to update sleeves for you. So it just baffles my mind that they don't read about what they getting themselves into because it seems like it'd be contracts written up. It'd be, you know, lawyers that uh, the label provides for them, you know, yeah. not on their side, not the not the lawyer that's going to really give you that clean perspective. Sometimes, you know, they getting paid by the dude that's trying to, you know, keep his money away from you or keep this lawsuit or whatever under wraps or not going down or we ain't giving them nothing. Like, you can't you can't survive in a, in a world like that with, with, you know, help from the accuser or help from the defendant or help from the whatever. So it, it, it's sad. It's sad. But business. they do it to themselves, bro. Yeah, I, I look at it like when you sign in these contracts, they're putting you in position to blow up. Yeah. But I don't see any reason why a record label needs to be getting more than 50% of what the artist is doing. Yeah. You know, I I, I get it with the whole situation of a, a, a TLC. Like, unfortunately, I do get it because they're paying writers, they're paying producers. But if you're a rapper and you're writing your own rhymes, why are you getting a percentage of what I'm writing, my, my creative pen? Right. I don't get that. Like, and why I'm, how, with the Mace situation, how come I'm giving up my royalties? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, I don't get that part of the game. Now, t- to be fair on that situation, I feel like, the what, from what I read, yeah, that Puff bought them for 20K or something like that back when Mace wasn't popping. So then uh, Mace gets popping. We don't renegotiate. I'm going to throw you this cash. You retire. Yeah. So now I done gave you some bread and you done retire from the game. And now you fighting me with the bread that I gave you basically to get more bread. So <laughs> that situation has a uniqueness to it than the others. But for the for the most part, you know. Yeah, that, that Mace is, is, is a doozy because, you know, People talk about Puff in such a, a a bad light, you know, you know, uh the locks had their raping you records mm-hmm. line that sketch on uh We Are the Streets, you know. But from the label's perspective, they put a lot of money behind you. They're they're paying a lot of money to get these top notch producers to get you these hot beats. Yeah. They're putting a lot of promotion behind you. They have a lot of connections to get your Record out there, you know, especially in those days where D 
DJs broke records on yeah. the air. Like, yo, the relationship that Bad Boy had with a Funk Flex or a DJ Clue for them to break their record live on Hot 97 or whatever radio station is vital to you blowing up. Yeah. So I get it. But in a situation like Mace, where we renegotiated so many times, and I've given you money so many times, and you don't, retire, and, you don't, and now you don't release that project, and now we don't get a return on that that investment. No, I'm not doing that with you. So that seems very personal. But on the flip, dude, I I do feel Mace on the sense of like we going through that. You know, you shortchanged me for these many years. But then you want me to like be a part of every Harlem World reunion, every every time it, it fits your schedule. You want me to be almost obligated to come Mason Mason Harlem World this thing for you, and and he ain't. Well, I'm sure Mason ain't doing it for free. True, but he ain't getting what he what he should have gotten. Well, I think what he's getting a fair cash offer, but what he wants is his royalties. So those those, so those royalties will last a lifetime. Yeah. Well, because there was something in there about fifty age fifty. Yeah, he he he, he gets it resorts back to yeah, the, resorts. That's back. what's going back. That's how uh, a lot of things are going on in the movie industry. Like um, when your IP, your original content that you create, it goes back to the original user after so many years. No matter what, no matter what company owed, owns it. So like that's going on in Hollywood as well. So that's basically saying like. You can, you know, from age nineteen when we found you to age fifty, all that cash we got some, we got our hands in it. Yeah. But after fifty, if you one of the lucky ones that got the, the Fresh Prince rerun or the or the or the Cosby Show rerun, then after fifty, knock yourself out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about all but those how years many, in yeah, between. Exactly. The the meat of the, the meat of the party they won. Yeah. And you getting the scraps of. The the sixty year old fan at home that want to still watch you know good times or whatever, it's crazy. It's, it, the music game is crazy. Like business is business, man. They out here. Like Tribe said, Tribe Call Quest said it the best, man. Record labels are shady. This is a business. Yeah, it's a business, and I, I do feel a type of way that it's always the puffs. It's always the Jay-Z's. It's always the Dame Dashes of the world that people always have and beef with. Yeah. You know why people always have beef with them? It's because they're the face of it. Yeah. It's a thousand. J- Jay Prince getting thrown around like crazy. Yeah, right yeah, now. Jay Prince too. But it's a thousand other people behind the scenes who aren't people of color that, that do the same tactics. Oh, yeah. But they don't get thrown under the bus. Mm-hmm. So my advice to independent artists that are looking to get signed and everything like that to get that promotion to blow up and everything like that get your own lawyer yeah your own from the outside yeah read that shit try to understand that shit and make the best deal for you man like that early money don't always last man fast money slow up not to get too detailed but y'all all all know my best friend uh smoke man he had a situation early on in his la journey that uh, was headed down a path of destruction, we'll say. And uh, thankfully, uh, my man is connected to a lot of people out there and someone of a name of value that if I thought around, you would definitely know, stepped in in his behalf and uh, almost kind of like saved the day with, y'all not about to do this man like this. Y'all not going to, you know, 
if y'all want my name attached to this, we can go ahead and put it in the in the news and get going. And that kind of scared them off of, uh, okay, we'll release, we'll get everything signed to where he just gone. So, you know, that, that kind of saved the day for us as far as what could have been, you know, because yeah. uh, he's still able to create his own way and do his own thing, and now we're in a position that we've never been in, and then things are looking up and up, so... Yeah, looking Birdman up. hands rubbed together. Mm-hmm. Things are looking <laughs> up and up. I got, hopefully in the next few weeks, uh, maybe even like about about a month from now, um, we might have a pretty dope guest on here. I don't want to let's save save some save some uh, sauce for the pod. Yeah, so. yeah, save that content. Content yeah. is king. Yeah. Uh, one last thing before we slide up out here. Did you see the whole situation with Spike Lee and the Knicks? Man, so. Um, I did check out some clips about that. I was uh, doing some homework, getting things caught up for the pod this week. And re- reading that, you know, I guess he had been coming in through the employee player entrance instead of, the, instead of the VIP entrance that every other actor and famous person uses. And uh, he said, y'all want to trip on me? Y'all, you, y'all, I've been the face of this franchise. <laughs> right. So he uh, he said he ain't going no more home games, bro. He done. For this season. For this season, of course. <laughs> I mean, I feel him, man. I feel him. Uh, what he was talking about on ESPN was like, yo, I was just in there a week ago using this interest. Why wasn't I notified then? Exactly. Um, I didn't gave y'all, not gave y'all, I've spent uh, $300,000 a season Tickets yeah. on season tickets. Why didn't y'all call me? Why didn't y'all hit my business manager up? Why didn't y'all contact me and let me know yeah. that these changes have occurred? Like, yo, they came from a statement from like the <coughs> like the GM or some high up, you know, <coughs> said that it was laughable that he even feels the right. <coughs> uh, we're, we're losing Kev. Oh, we're my mask. We're my mask. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man, that they would do Spike Lee like that. And, you know, the biggest ambassador of that team, y'all doing them dirty like that. And that just goes to show that organizations win championships. You know, bad ownership, bad management, you won't win. Yeah. Yeah. You can't win like that, man. You can't do people dirty like that, especially, you know, people that are showing nothing but love for your product and the biggest season ticket holder you got. Yeah. You know, you treat them with some type of – special treatment man you show them a lot of love because they showing you a lot of love but just because the owner james dolan is in his feelings about spike lee yo bruh get over it la would never do that to jack never never do that to jack shoot the uh the <laughs> heat would never do that to Birdman. yeah and they ain't even from miami <laughs> right he would never do rick ross like that yeah facts. what the hell's going on with you facts New York love to stay in the news for the wrong reasons. Bro. Shit, the Hornets would never do J. Cole like that. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy out here, man. James Dolan, you are cray cray. Yeah. Well, there it is, man. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. We out till next week. Peace.